Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. My name is J.O. I am the author of Maximize Your Medicare. This podcast is brought to you by the Great Humanity Healthcare Foundation. You can check it out online, greathumanityhf.org. The funds for this nonprofit organization will be used to help those insured persons with medical debt. Every community affected. No way of getting around that. Let's move on. Today's not financial advice. To frequent listeners of this podcast, that is always the caveat that I give at the beginning of the podcast. While I am licensed and certainly qualified to give financial advice, I cannot do so without a lot of extra facts about you. It's now the annual election period. It will run through December 7th. Of course, it's not as simple as all of that because you have to deal with prescriptions. So that is an explanation on how to set January 1st as your prescription date coverage. Medigap itself isn't the driver. Now, 2019, you're going to have three additional months because if you have a Medicare Advantage plan and want to switch to Medigap, you will be able to cancel your Medicare Advantage plan and go back to original Medicare, select a Part D plan and Medigap, assuming that you are accepted by the Medigap carrier. We are going to be dealing with that for the rest of this pod. People wait until the annual election period until reaching out to me to figure out whether or not they should be enrolling in Medigap They may be covered by a retiree plan or their retiree plan may be ending. Maybe that's the reason. But the reality is that you could have reached out to me on Medigap at any time during the year. Medigap, specifically speaking, does not have this concept of annual election period. Now, a good defensible reason that somebody contacts us as this time of year is because of the fact that employee and retiree plans do change configuration on an annual basis. And so you get this weird combination of the Medicare annual election period and an employer-sponsored plan enrollment window. At any rate, these past days have been full of those types of situations, whether or not it's best to stay with a retiree plan, whether it's best to stay as the spouse of a full-time employee or switch to Medigap. And for that, you would need financial advice. It is a math of money exercise. There's no question about the quality of contract. It will be almost inconceivable to be superior to Medigap in its base form unless There were other additional benefits, part of an employer plan, dental, vision, etc., etc., other ancillary benefits and whose enrollment or inclusion in those plans were entirely dependent upon enrollment in the health plan. Now, candidly speaking, and beyond the scope of this podcast, Let's just say it's not a great idea for the employer to require you to tie them all together. I'll stop there. Let's just continue on here. You can go to YouTube, Maximize Your Medicare. I do have a channel there. 
Now, that is the good, I think. We, we know that YouTube has won. We know that video consumption of information is everywhere. People use YouTube as their search engine. For example, uh, now, instead of Google, that is increasingly the trend. The issue here now, however, is that when I go onto YouTube and I type in Medigap, out come all of these other explanations to compare Medigap plans. And I'm going to take my swipe right here, right? And the reason that I don't have the five-minute snippet to just simply say, well, it covers the part A, you know, deductible per benefit period, is because this is all known. It's common. Everyone knows this. All you have to do is simply pick up a pamphlet. All you need to do is learn the very first thing that Medigap plans pay for the Part A deductible. And in addition to that, it is also commonly known, not entirely known, but commonly known that the language is standardized, meaning that carrier number one's plan N is identical, 100% identical, to carrier two's plan N. However, that is also leading to YouTube messages where people are saying, well, you can just go to any one of them. And for that, I would stay, say, just wait a second. Let's hold off on such blanket statements. Here's a number of reasons why. First, if you are applying for Medigap outside your guaranteed issue rights, outside your open enrollment period, not Carrier 1 and Carrier 2 do have the right to ask medical underwriting questions. It is completely erroneous to believe that they have the same questions. It is completely erroneous to believe that yes by carrier one equals yes by carrier two. That is the most critical thing. And the idea that you can be rejected by carrier one and then double back to carrier two later is also not a great approach. That's my nicest way of putting it. Why? Because Carrier 2 will be asking you if you have applied for Medigap and have been denied or you've signed a release as part of your application, allowing them to investigate whether or not you have done so. So you're here on the podcast. It's because you're inquisitive. You're trying to get some information. So now you just attach the common sense here. If you have been rejected by Carrier 1 and Carrier 2 knows this fact, what is the probability that Carrier 2 then accepts you nevertheless? Not great, Bob. Right? We don't need to have actuarial science. We don't need to have master's degree in finance. All we need to know is that simple piece of common sense and logic that everyone has. Otherwise, you would not have been able to survive on the planet up until this point. Let's face it. Particularly disturbing to me 
is the fact that the very nonchalant way that I see too many YouTube videos talking head there who is in your age division, you know, kind of 63, 64, and they're just saying, oh, well, you just go out there and choose anyone. Well, the first reason I already gave you gives you reason to pause. You could say, okay, well, I'm in my guaranteed issue period. I'm in my open enrollment period. So as a result, I don't have this problem of being asked mental underwriting questions. And that portion of it is correct, meaning that, yes, if you have open enrollment, Medicare, Medigap open enrollment, if you have guaranteed issue rights as protected by the federal government, then yes, there's no doubt. Carrier one, carrier two, they have no leeway. They have to accept you, which is, of course, why I make a great number of friends for those persons who have very serious medical situations. And I inform them, hey, you realize that we can get this guaranteed issue right at the time that you need if we use the correct side door. And I use side door as just an illustration of what I call guaranteed issue reasons, of which there are more than a dozen. But that's actually not the subtle point I'm going to make here for the rest of this podcast. Let's just say, for example, that you can get accepted. Okay, either by either path, you get open enrollment slash guaranteed issue. In other words, you're guaranteed to be accepted or you can pass medical underwriting. Now you see a grid of prices or you go to a broker of which we are a broker and you say, okay, find me the best price. Well, that is where I completely differ with the base answer that you are hearing on YouTube today. And literally, the reason I set fire, firing off this podcast today is because I was on YouTube and I went to my channel and then, you know, up came, you know, recommended video, blah, and I clicked. And there's a 10-minute video to say, okay, well, they're all standardized and just shop for the price, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, we deal with people every day. And that was the sales talk there. And that's fine. It wasn't necessarily wrong. It's also not necessarily the path that I would have chosen. Why? Well, a couple of reasons. And the main reasons here are that you can remember I said that the, the sellers, if you are not guaranteed issue, if your acceptance is not guaranteed, that they ask you questions. Let's just say, for example, you're 165 pounds, you're a male, you're five foot nine, you have no medications. You're bulletproof, in other words, right? No medications, no health, no pre-existing disease, et cetera, et cetera, no incurable disease, et cetera, okay? So in other words, you have a clean slate and you are 67 years old. Well, the reality is you're going to be accepted, okay? Who should that person apply to? Should they, that person just apply to any old person? The answer is maybe, but not without a closer look. Why? The reason is, in that instance, I know that this person, I'm, it is very likely that this person will pass with flying colors. He needs to get into 
the carrier, which is the carrier that asks the hardest questions. He's doing so intentionally. It's kind of like a person who is already a straight-A student. He doesn't try for the blow-off class, right? What does he do? He tries for the hardest class. Why? Because he wants the recommendation from the teacher from the hardest class because in the future it will help. Right? You know this silly analogy works. Right? You can understand the logic here. Why is that? Because he also knows that as a result, other persons like him are in the class. And guess what? When it comes to Medigap, future rate increases are based on your classmates, right? We don't have a crystal ball. What we do have is a set of information about the fellow classmates. Now, that doesn't mean that the persons who went into that classroom because they got guaranteed issue due to the fact that they were turning 65 were excluded. No, I did not say that. They are, they are in. But the others that are in for this 165-pound Mr. Bulletproof, right, he knows that his other classmates like him are straight-A students or something very close. Now do you see? In other words, if you are in very, very good health, you are trying to be in the classroom with the other straight-A students to the degree that you can know what this is. And now you need an expert right here. The piece of paper isn't going to tell you this. The advertisements cannot tell you this. Okay? They won't. They can't. They're simply telling you what is federally regulated, meaning, yes, plan N is equal to plan N. That, that is beyond dispute. There's no dispute. However, the reality is that all these classrooms are not built exactly the same. And let's be clear, the sellers are smart with unlimited computing power. They are making choices Let's not pretend they're doing so haphazardly without careful thought. There is a reason. There is a business strategy for it. They are building their classrooms in the way that they want as directed by themselves, and that is intentional. Okay, so now you're like, oh, now I'm confused. Why, why, why am I... Why is this guy like, you know, blowing all this hot air over this small, this issue? Well, the reason for it, right, is that the competitive reality has pushed all of the sellers into very, very tight windows of price competition. So now let's just say, for example, you're in the middle of Ohio. Okay, if you're in the middle of Ohio and you are 66 years old, you have among the best rates in the country. Okay, it's not a very expensive state from a Medigap perspective. It's not. 
But when it's that competitive and there are seven sellers, five to seven sellers within a $10 a month radius, $10 a month range, now you're the bullet, Mr. Bulletproof. And you are the person who will pass any medical. Well, maybe you then intentionally choose to pay a dollar, $2 more a month. I didn't say $40, $50 more a month, right? I'm not recommending $600 extra a year in premium. No, that's not what I said. But when, because the world is this competitive, because carrier one to carrier five is seven, $8 a month. Well, now we're talking Now, maybe it's worth it. Why? In order to try your best, in order to try to limit future increases to the degree you can control. Too frequently, what we have when people confuse health insurance with health care, they simply think, well, the reason that my rates aren't going higher is because I'm 165 pounds at 66 and I'm 170 pounds when I'm 86, so I'm in this great shape, and so as a result, I got no health claims, and therefore, my rates are going to not go as high. Now, that's not how it works, right? What it really matters is the health of the classroom. That's what matters, because the carrier is not just simply raising rates based on your individual history. It's raising the rates on the classroom. So if that is you, where you do Pat, you're the straight A student. You belong in AP class. You're to get into the AP classroom. How you can do this as an individual person, as an individual consumer, not easy. In other words, you would not be able to do so without a lot of extra work or be in touch with a person, experts who actually understand how the sellers work. It's not only what your consumer rights are. The extra twist at the margin when the competition and price differential is this tight is to know both sides. So now I've been talking about Mr. Bulletproof, right? The equal thing works for the borderline case. Why is that? We know if you're a C minus student, the idea of you entering into the advanced placement class is not very good. As soon as you get asked qualifying questions to enter into the classroom, your answer is going to be no. All else equal, right? Don't get me wrong. You know, there can, this can happen. It could be for reasons beyond your control. Genetics. Okay, so this is not me casting blame on you. Oh, you should have this or that. No, what I'm just saying is, let's just say the fact is that you can't get into the hardest classroom. That does not necessarily mean that all is lost. In other words, what you simply can do is identify a classroom that still fits you, which can be a different Medigap carrier. That is entirely conceivable. In fact, this is what experts are actually helping clients do. They're intentionally, due to the fact that we have unlimited access to carriers and locations, due to this fact, 
we the average case is of of course average is average they what ends up happening is yes are we going to be price competitive of course we're going to add this extra detail do you want to see if you want to get into the hardest classroom because even though it's a dollar more a month then maybe later in the absence all else equal all else equal maybe going into the harder classroom may push you a bit may, may help you in the long run that is entirely the case okay so we're gonna have to ignore this anyway <clears throat> let's just continue so you can understand the point meaning that let's just say for example that you're overweight let's say for example you have type 2 diabetes okay and you've got a number of other complications, et cetera, et cetera, and a four to five medications. Let's not presume that you're going to be automatically accepted because you're not anticipating the types of questions you cannot anticipate. You cannot control that. You cannot control what the seller will say as a reaction to your answers. There's nothing you can do about that. However, what you can do is you can try to apply to the one where your likelihood of acceptance is the greatest. Doing this by yourself? Probably not. Isn't likely to work. Now, can it work due to randomness? Yes, I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that. Can you say to me, the flip side of my coin of this 20 minutes is, can you say to me, Jay, you are overanalyzing the situation? Okay. Yeah, maybe. Guess what? This topic is too important to not flip over the pebbles. Go to the YouTube video. I'm explaining other very subtle distinctions from plan F and G compared to plan N, come from plan G to plan N, from plan F to plan G. This is the type of extra detail. This is that small, these are the small rocks on the pebble beach. We all know what the big rocks look like, right? That is commonly held information, commonly available information. Go on to YouTube and other people are out there. Okay, no problem. I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm not saying they're good or bad. I'm just telling you, if you want to listen to 500 voices, you can get listen to 500 voices. If you want something very specific about a detail which can make the entire difference on the most important retirement topic, MaximizeYourMedicare.com, free new letter there. Please subscribe to this podcast. And leave us a rating on iTunes. Till next time.